Hi, this is Kinda Jaded with Casey Hill and Caroline. Me, 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 yeah, me, me. Um, hi, hi, babe. It's been so long. I know. I'm like, I feel so out of the loop. What are you up to? Where are you? I'm back in my home. Oh. <laughs> like oh i know the scenery is different we don't have video today but um i'm in my bedroom Hot. also mm-hmm. i just realized thank god it's not video because you can see that beside my bed i have the kama sutra <laughs> I, <laughs> I couldn't and, see it it just looks like a little box um, this one's my favorite though the pocket kama sutra the pocket she's keeping and you know alive. you know it's from the 80s printed Obsessed. in italy me doing well, like 80s moves you gotta in the keep, bedroom <laughs> you gotta keep your marriage alive Kara. so Sometimes she's a married to, woman babe. now i know the old she's ball an, and chain the old ball and chain um, yeah babe we literally, how are you oh uh, you know what? I'm feeling really good. It's so good we didn't <laughs> record last week because I was having a very bad week. Okay, we need to talk about it. We have so much. Well, first, let's get into what you were doing because that seems lighter as opposed to just jumping into my what the d- fact that I was horse scrolling. You were horse scrolling. Like, what the fuck was happening? Okay, so Steph, a friend of the pod, dear friend of the friend, pod, dear friend and of, of us. Pod. Is visiting for two weeks. She's visiting Toronto from LA. So she's staying with me and we were just like bopping around. Um, we went to Montreal, went to the strip club. No one was, Hi. we went to karaoke. There's a lot of Celine Dion. And um, always yeah. the same bet, by the way. Yeah, but like they were doing French versions of the songs, which was mm. like every time someone went, it was like rowdy in the bar. Every time someone went up, it was like a Quebecois song. And I was like, I don't know, I was bummed. I, I, it's fine. Like I'm down to hear the Quebecois songs, but like I needed French like, though? no, babe, but I can't well, even. I didn't in... know. You're I'm dumb as rocks. <laughs> Dumb people French. can speak French too. Yeah, that's period. but more that's period. common. Yeah, does Steph speak French? Um, she'll probably she probably says she does, but she but doesn't. she doesn't. Just she'll probably she tell you she does, but she doesn't. You're like me. <laughs> she's gonna listen to this and she's gonna get mad at me, and she's staying in my living room. <laughs> Is she in the living room right now? Yeah, we're watching. Housewives Ugh. or some other like reality show called like she's such a housewife stan that like she has to do like research about <laughs> housewives by watching other shows they were on prior. So I like walked in, she's like, babe, I'm like breathing heavy, like I'm watching Living in London or something, <laughs> or Ladies of London. And Caroline Stansbury is like now on Dubai, but she was on this show. So I'm doing research to see, you know, if she's still the same or different. And I'm like, okay, babe. She's like stressed. She's like, I have so much work to get done. No, babe, literally, she's oh busy. I mean, I'm right there with her. Like, I'd love to do the research. I just yeah. I had to take a nappy. I understand. Also, just to be in your living room watching Housewives, that's exactly where I'd like to be right now. It's like, it's a comfortable place. And yeah. I, 
I stayed with Steph for a long time when I was in LA and we're just like, we are couch girls. Like we can yeah. couch. Do you know, like, yes. I know you can couch. I, you know, I can couch. It's I like know you're a couch space. girl. Also to couch with other people is like, it's a different thing. Oh, uh, it's so nice. There's nothing like I, I don't like, I, my, most of my friends are couch girls. Cause like, mm-hmm. if you can't couch, get out, get out get out okay. um <laughs> you can't couch get yeah out. like I just I need a chiller like I need someone yeah. who knows how to like you know do things get up but I when I like look at you and it's couch time like we know there's a we know we're sitting and we're Here's, and we're watching series like we're not just like, yeah. watching an episode I mean like I gotta go like we're mm-hmm. like here we go like like we have snacks on deck yeah, like we're they're like yeah. yeah, like we're about to watch like twelve episodes. For sure. Because why not? Like why else? No oh, babe, yeah. it's bonding. It's bonding. It's it is. And peace. I'm kinda like I, I realize the people that I enjoy are people of extremes. Like we are either couching or we are really out and about type vibes. Yeah, babe. You know? Like it's or we're rather like in an orgy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or we're couching and there's no in between i think uh, it's a healthy space i agree me. um that sounds fucking gorgeous yeah babe it's really gorgeous um, uh maybe i need a couch later so so <laughs> to, get, <laughs> to get into my week um i tell you what let me, me just preface this by saying I'm feeling so much better. Okay. I'm actually Thank God. Really great. But you know, do you ever like fall into these depressive episodes where you're like, this is bad. This is really bad. Oh, all the time, babe. <laughs> all the time. My my like meds help me out a lot. Yeah. Um, but I do like I still fall into those. Also, I forgot to bring my meds to Montreal, which was Oops. the first time I haven't taken my antidepressants for like two or three days. And I felt like crazy for a few days. Yeah, I'm sure. Have you ever done that? Yes. I, I've, I've forgotten to take Prozac like for a couple of days or something. But Prozac at least has a long, it's got a half-life of like three days. So uh, you usually don't feel it as much as you might other antidepressants yeah mine like hit me the day I got back and like was able to take it again and I felt just like tingly or maybe it was just like vibing (laughs) either tingly tingly or vibing you should call your doctor and been like this is so weird but I'm like like, my symptoms are vibing I'm vibing internally what do I do help (laughs) she's like just vibe it out babe you're like um "Mm -hmm." Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, yeah, I know the tell, vibe. Tell but, me um, about the depression hall. It's so much better, but and I just have to preface this by saying I'm okay. Um, Thank God. <laughs> but I think my brain sometimes I get incredibly stressed about like mm. a lot of things at once, you know, and it like builds up over the course of weeks or months. And I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm just going to like keep working through it. I'm going to keep like, and I just keep myself busy for yeah. as long as possible. I'm a real busy body sometimes. Like, okay, speaking of couch people, I know I'm in a, a bad, like depressive kind of mode when 
I can't even sit and watch TV because I'm just like oh, anxiety. Yeah, like nothing's hitting. Yeah. And I was just feeling really stressed, I think, about like money and about like what am I doing with my life? And then also like just the political kind of climate of Oh babe. Everything. You know, it kinda like piles on. Yeah, babe. I got a huge beef with someone the other day about it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. So it kind of piles on and I realized this is okay. I I don't even like talking about it because, but maybe it's better talking about it because it makes it, I think I've realized I feel better when I talk about it and it becomes less like big and scary. But I realized when my brain gets really, really, really stressed with multiple things that I don't know how to like confront or deal with, my brain goes into this mode where it's like, I think we just need to disappear. And in my brain, disappear either means like we need to just go drive into the woods and like not talk to anyone ever again and just be like, like live in the woods like a a bear. Like full shutdown mode. Yeah. Or like we need to drive the car off the road, you know? You've been mentioning the car off the road a lot, and I'm starting to worry about you behind the wheel. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess that's just like your mode, like your your mind goes to the the extreme, the extreme. And I'm like, okay. and I trust that you would never do. Either no, 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 days. no. But I'm just I wouldn't drive into the woods because those aren't like rational things and they're not actually things I want to do. You know what I mean? I mean but I driving feel- into the woods is fine. Driving off. Well, but driving into the woods and disappearing from everyone (laughs) doesn't actually solve anything. And it's not actually a rational thing because, like, if you escape one life, there are still problems that will occur in any, you know, life you're living. I mean, it's classic, right? Everyone's like, shit hits a fan in their life. They feel like they don't have, you know many options or like they have no hope so they're like i'm moving to an island or like i'm going to travel like it's just a classic scenario so don't like beat yourself up no i'm definitely not i think it's just like this ultimate like really high stress response Mm -hmm. that's just like i need to get away instead of like dealing with the feelings because they're kind of scary where you're like huh how do i confront these you know, yeah, especially, especially when you're like overwhelming yourself with like a pile up of them. Totally. And just like a pile up of like, I need to always be productive. I need to always be, you know, whatever. That's also like a huge, I don't know. That's like a huge like issue these days. Like I feel like this like go hard, like no sleep, like thing is such a like, is so like omnipresent and it's like yes work hard and you will like see you know see bet i don't know reap the benefits i guess or like get places like you do have to work hard for success but it's like you also have to have to have to prioritize it's corny but like self-care you just actually do like or you will either become successful and not be able to enjoy it or be miserable or I don't know you just like will burn yourself out or like hit a wall you know totally it's like 
And it's so crazy because I think the idea of like self-care and stuff is easier to... Whoa, did you hear my throat just do that? Yes, I did. It's crazy. It does that sometimes, like after I drink. Loved it. That was cute. I am kind of froggish, but Mm -hmm. the self-care thing is like so much easier to tell someone else than to tell yourself, you know, especially when you're like deep and like wanting to accomplish something in your life and kind of like, and also when you're financially stressed like, yeah, you can't, I mean, a lot of people don't have the privilege to like step back and take a break and like, be like, I'm going to like take time for myself. Cause there are like, you know, a lot of people who have children or like have like three jobs or are going through like, you know, shit. Crazy I mean, bullshit. Yeah, it's like what we were talking about with, the episode with Claire when she's like, I'm, I took three months off, whatever. And I'm like, that sounds incredible. But like, yeah, how, you know, and I'm just not in a place yeah. to do that yet. Hopefully at some point, but then you're like, I need to work to get to that. But I think I'm maybe getting to the point where I'm like, okay, if work means, you know, if, if work means that I'm like putting so much on myself and putting this like stress on myself, to the point where it makes life completely unenjoyable, uh-huh. you know, because you're like constantly thinking about, you know, wanting to escape to the woods or like literally <laughs> wanting to die. Like those, it maybe is not worth it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think that you can like, I don't know. That's where I think like therapy comes into play oh. and like, just like finding tools to like manage your stress and like routines. And I think you have those, but like, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, the world every day is like just giving impending doom, you know? So there's a lot like, yeah, there's a lot of stress. Like every time you open your eyes, you know, in the world and we see it and it's happening and it's raw and then you know on top of it you have your own like personal trials and tribulations every day it's like it's a fucking lot and like I think we have to like be gentle on ourselves right now because yeah you know the world is uh, a cesspool it's a little sus and And it's it's a little sus and it's draining like it's it's fucking draining really draining to even just like you know turn your phone on like that's the thing it's like you can't it feels like sometimes you can't escape it and it's just uh-huh. like well that's why you want to go to the woods babe i know i know that's why i want to go to the woods so i like deleted and, instagram and i'm like okay i pull oh, it you up did i do that periodically like where you I'm like, deleted the app yeah and if i, I need to like healthy. post something or like i'll just check it because i i do like message people or like talk to people through there so i'll just like upload it for whatever a small window of time and like reply to people or whatever mm-hmm. and then delete it again i completely deleted twitter because i'm like this app is a hellhole yeah um but yeah i think I and, think and are you yeah. and you're feeling better after like doing that yes but i think it's also being honest with the feelings like this sounds maybe kind of goofy but like I and I think a lot of people do this where like I've been going to therapy and like I do all this and talk about things but I don't think I was like fully being honest with how 
bad I was maybe feeling or just how many things I was dealing with where yeah I think it's easy to be like oh yeah you know I felt kind of like bad or depressed but like it's okay like I'll be fine and I think I'm a like I'm very much like an I'll be fine kind of like it's all good yeah person and then I was like whoa no that's actually not a like good coping mechanism like you even as if these feelings are like big and scary and whatever you kind of just like have to acknowledge them and I think like once you acknowledge them they at least for me have become less uh powerful or less like huge so or like embarrassing or shameful I think that's what it is yeah I think like that's you know one of the first steps in like healing and and just like I don't know growing it's like you have to get vulnerable and you have to be very um yeah like honest with yourself about the even just like the things you are insecure about and like the things that make you you know like it all like a lot of our issues always stem from like our insecurities obviously that's most people know that but I think like it's really hard to like face yourself in the mirror and like we're always trying to stay composed and like yeah you know just take on the day and like do it but it's like you kind of have to let yourself break a bit and like shatter and like um feel like absolute shit and sit in it for a bit to like actually grow and heal and like you have to i don't know that's a thing that i i um always think about with therapy when I'm like searching for a therapist because I'm like okay I want to work with somebody who is um not like triggering me Mm -hmm. in a way where they're like cold and very like like it almost feels like judgmental or like they're telling me things that are really really hard for me to hear but I also don't want like a sycophant or like yes man somebody who's like gonna be like you're like right and you're just like this because of this and like giving me excuses you know yeah so I don't know I I just yeah I think it's important to like be super super open about what's going on and like yeah be open to like cons- I don't know I know, you know what mean. I'm saying I okay I'm gonna tell a really like <laughs> this might be maybe I'll even like cut this but like I had this moment where I think I like haven't even been able to be fully honest with my therapist because you have to like return to them every week and you're like, oh, like I don't want you to think that me being like super depressed or like dramatic one week means that's how I'm, I always am, you know? And I was like, I just need to talk to like a neutral person. Like it, it feels too intense to like put this on friends or whatever. Yeah. Like anyone I know, including my therapist. And I was like, what do I do? Because I was like driving to Shake Shack. (laughs) Oh, my God. Jealous. I was driving to Shake Shack and I was like, I feel so bad. Why do I feel so bad? Like, I don't know what to do with these feelings. And like, I was just really stressed. But for some reason, and I don't I don't want to die. But like my brain was just like, here's all the ways that you could die right now. And I'm just like, whoa, that's concerning. And those are intrusive thoughts. They're very intrusive thoughts and they are problematic. And I was like, I don't know what to do with these things. So I was like, um, 
what who do I call what do I do like they felt scary and big and I was like this is really dramatic and I've never done this before and like scary but I literally called like a hotline and was like honestly so smart so I'm like on the way home from Shake Shack literally on the phone with some stranger just being like hi I feel you know whatever this way and they're just they just talk you through like coping mechanisms and I was like okay great but just to even like for the first time say shit out loud where you're like huh I've never like said this like I've always been so ashamed of this like feeling yeah really like wish to die but like why does my brain do this these like Mm -hmm. thoughts are so upsetting and just talking to someone else like really Someone else is like not your friend too, where then they yeah. have to like live with that and be like, Hey, are you okay? Like, do you want to die today? I'm like, no, I'm I'm fine. Like, but you know. That's honestly like I that's the you know, best thing you could have done, I feel, you know. I feel yeah. like that's great advice for anybody who's like going through that. It because it can feel so shameful and like you also don't want, I think like with depression you can feel like a burden to people and obviously like if you asked any of your friends or family or told them what you're going through like or me or whatever like people would gladly be there for you and like be open to you know walking you through everything and like trying to make you feel better and talking about it but yeah I think that like the person who's going through that can feel like a burden You know, even if someone's like, you're not burdening me, like you don't want to burden people with that. And also like, yes, there's so much like shame and embarrassment. And, and also it's so personal, like, and can be so dark. And you're like, these are really like scary things. Like, I don't want people knowing that I'm even capable of thinking these things sometimes, you know? Yeah, and it is. You made a great choice. Well, thank you. It is burdensome and heavy. Oh my God, thank you. But anyway, all this feels like so heavy to talk about on a podcast, but I feel like it is maybe a good thing to be like, you know, I don't know. I, I think sometimes like intrusive thoughts and whatever, like kind of not fun aspects of like depression and like mental health to talk about. Because mm-hmm. people are like, eee, like, we don't like that. But I'm like a really high functioning depressed person when I am mm-hmm. depressed. So I think a lot of people, unless you're like super close to me, probably would not know when I'm feeling depressed. I just, yeah, it like manifests. Like, it's not, it doesn't manifest in the like kind of, um, like typical ways for you. Like, 100%. you still are working, you're like busy, you're like, you know, yeah, you're high functioning. It's not like you're like, can't, you can't get out of bed, but it's more like these thoughts are like kind of, you know, totally. Yeah. So anyway, I think that like, I don't know if anyone else kind of like deals with that shit and that kind of like intrusive thought depression stuff. It is very helpful to talk to a completely neutral while my glasses are like not going on my face. They're like stuck over my ear. Wow. Anyway, but it is really helpful to talk to like a completely neutral person who knows nothing about you and you can just like lay it out on them and just like be like, okay, bye, have a good night. (laughs) And then eat your shake shack and like feel 200 pounds lighter. Yeah, that's brilliant advice. So anyway. Well, I'm I'm happy you're doing okay and I love you. 
Oh my God. Thank you. Love you. Yeah. I feel great now. Um, Honestly, also, that like, probably yeah. helped a lot. I think so. Cause I'm like, okay, there's funny, like with intrusive thoughts and stuff, like acknowledging or saying them out loud to someone else. Sometimes that alone can kind of like just reduce how large and powerful they feel, you know? Yeah, totally. So, yeah. So that's, you know, in short how I've been, but (laughs) I feel much better. And I actually like took a proper little break this weekend, you know, and was like, okay, I'm actually going to turn my brain off, which is really what I have an issue doing. What did you do? Um, I ate. Mm-hmm. A lot of food, um, mm-hmm. a lot of different types of food. Um, <laughs> just like went awesome. to little parties. And you went to and parties. I went to parties because it was July 4th. Oh, and, yeah. I mean, then, I don't celebrate 4th of July. Yeah, well. Are people you know, like, do people just party now or are they actually like waving the American flag? They're not waving the American flag. Because they shouldn't be. It's just an excuse to grill. Yeah. Which I'll take, but it was also my friend's little baby's birthday, and she was so cute, and she's one, and I love her, and so I just ate a lot of, like, pizza and stuff, and then, like, I would say I was leaving, I was like, I think I'm gonna have diarrhea, and... Oh, babe, the diarrhea has been flowing, babes. Really? Yeah, you know, when, like, a friend's (laughs) visiting, and you're like oh, you got to try this food or like, we need to go here. It's so good. Like, that's kind of what's yeah. what it's giving. Ugh. And we've been going, we were in Montreal, so we were eating poutine oh. and just like road tripping and stuff. So it's like, yeah, like the diarrhea mm. has been flowing. It's so, the like, it's the like eating out consistently that fucks me up. Yeah. Like eating like snacks, so many different snacks like it's just eating so many different things yeah and it's also I think like I like eat on my own schedule like I can also go like long hours and I feel like Steph can too but I think because we're together we're like oh like should we eat and then we're like okay like I don't know it's just we're just there's food yeah it's like why there's diarrhea when there's food there's diarrhea as they always like say. going out for dinners and like not cooking at home as much. Yeah. But you know what? I don't hate diarrhea. There's worse things. I like the cleanse. I understand. You know what's so funny? Funny that you'd say that actually. I've been trying the do you how do you know about the internal shower from TikTok? No, but give it to me. Okay, so it's just like two tablespoons of chia seeds. In water with a little lemon juice for flavor. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've been trying to take it. I, you know, obviously we know I'm, I'm, I'm quite regular and mm-hmm. I, I'm like never constipated. So maybe this is for someone who doesn't eat a lot of fiber normally and is like quite constipated, but apparently it's supposed to really cleanse you out. Did um, you try it? Yeah. I've tried it twice now and it doesn't do anything to me. Yeah, I mean, there's so many of those trends, babe. Remember the, like, chlorophyll trend? Wasn't that just sticking chlorophyll in water? What was it supposed to do? I don't know. It was supposed to, like, make your skin perfect oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. like, cleanse you out. And I was, like, doing yeah. it. I mean, I'm sure. The thing is, with like, 
I don't know. I just like can't keep up with that stuff. Like I bought it, yeah. obviously tried it out for like a week and was like, oh my God, my life has changed. And then, <laughs> and then like, it's probably expired now. And it's uh-huh. still, I've used like one teaspoon. But the thing it's about not for the, me, the trends. I get it. But the thing about the chia seed situation. I mean, I eat chia seeds regardless. Same. They taste so good. And they kind of remind me of like little boba. Um, <laughs> but I know it works because in like 2012 or something, I did not know it had that effect. I just knew like that's when chia seeds were coming up. It was like 2012, 2013. was their year, babe. They fucking killed it. They were on and every red carpet. Every red carpet on the cover of every magazine. Every magazine. Literally chias were so hot. And so hot. I was like, I want a piece of this. So I bought some chia seeds. Funny enough, from Marshalls. Not sure why, but um. <laughs> so I bought chia seeds from Marshalls, or maybe TJ Maxx. I don't fucking remember, because I I was a Maxinista at the time, and uh-huh. um, I put them in my water. I don't know how much I put in. I would assume like one to two tablespoons, and I didn't know it did this. But uh, I left the house and was gonna like go to a session with my friend, and I'm like driving there and was like, oh. Like, I got probably six minutes down the road. It was like, I need to turn around immediately. This is, like, I can't be in public or at someone else's house right now. I turned around immediately. I had, like, severe abdominal cramping. And I assume no. this is what happens when you take laxatives. Like, it's just, like, like oh, babe. it shoots it out of you. Oh, my God. And Not- I think. <laughs> not the big bang it's, it was a big bang and i think that's yeah. what's supposed to happen with the internal shower and i like kind of want it to happen because i feel like it'll be like cleansing yeah it will be i i've been wanting to try a colonic have you ever gotten one no but i would love that i know people really love that i don't know like i haven't really like looked into it much like i know what it is and i know like that it cleanses you out but i don't know if it's like necessary for you or whatever but like I feel like I'd be down to try it. I just like cleaning things, so I feel like yeah, if babe. there's a like if there's an option to clean myself inside, mm-hmm. why not? Why not? Yeah, why I not? That. But I have heard like once you leave the office, sometimes you can kind of like have water come out of you, <gasps> like shit so it's water. Like, so are you wearing a diaper? I don't know. I feel like I've heard stories of like people kind of shitting themselves on the way home. Oh. Right? Have you haven't you heard that? No. That's but my I only... guess I haven't like done my research. So Wait, that's so these my hesitation. Rich ass like housewives are like going to get colonics and then they leave and then shit their pants. Maybe. Oh my god. I'm gonna Google what should I say? Do you do you do you, you poop do... after a colonic? Yeah, can you I don't know, babe. Do you wear a diaper after colonic? Oh, no. You may find that there are no bowel movements for about three days after the treatment. What? Okay. I don't know about it. What the fuck? Mm. I need one. Some of it doesn't sound like fun. Babe. What? Can I tell you? Tell me. About... Okay. I want to ask you a question. Okay. I'm all How do you... 
approach. Okay, so I'll just give you some context mm-hmm. or some background. I was talking about religion that I think it was the day before Roe v. Wade was overturned. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about, you know, how I was like Catholic when I was younger. And I like don't, I, you know, I'm not religious at all. I'm like atheist, but like, I feel like connected to the universe, like, cause we're made up the same elements of the stars and the sky and just like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like I have a spirituality to me anyway. And I was in around like some friends and a friend's girlfriend. And I was just like talking about it, like Jesus isn't real and all this shit. And I just like assumed everyone was kind of like, like minded there. And I, maybe I shouldn't have, but she ended up talking about, oh, she's, she was like, actually I'm religious. And she was like quite offended. And I'm like, and, and I was basically talking about how, you know, I don't subscribe to any, like to any religion anymore, or like believe in like the church and kind of like hate the institution of religion anyway um she was like kind of offended and then i was like oh well i'm like sorry like obviously like you can believe whatever you want to believe i like i'm i'm happy like if people you know believe in something and that's great and if it doesn't like affect like lawmaking and like shit like i don't care i'm like she oh yeah she was basically like i i think like religion has done more like good than harm in the world and i was like well i mean i was like that's fine but like i think religion like the institution like the catholic church is like really fucked up and i'm like anyway i we were just having that talk and then we ended up talking about like v wade and like how like like the bible i know that like like abortion isn't necessarily like in the Bible, but I think it's still coming from a very like these law, this lawmaking is coming from a very like, you know, yeah, it's coming from the, the white men in the Bible belt. Right. Well, it's, I mean, it's all, I mean, it's women too, but it's just yeah, 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 people yeah. who are like, I know it's what's her name. Fucking Amy, Amy Coney Barrett, but yeah. And like, I, I think it's just, yeah the idea that there's like a separation of church and state is like an illusion for sure Um, and oh yeah so basically what happened is like we kind of had like a debate anyway and i got a little like heated because i just felt like there was a little ignorance there like there were no like there was not really a debate like it was just kind of like skirting around everything and like anyway i'm curious as to how you have these like difficult like or not difficult but like uncomfortable conversations about like real political issues or like you know social issues in the world like with people without like having it you know be tense or awkward I mean, I feel like sometimes things are just always going to be tense or awkward by yeah. the nature of it, because I think also something like abortion is so emotional or like emotionally charged for yeah. both sides um, because one side is literally like 
essentially arguing about what they believe to be murder mm-hmm. and then the other side's like what are you talking about it sells yeah you know? um but i think yeah i i it's it's upsetting because i feel like i've, I've kind of talked about this before but i feel like people kind of avoid oftentimes talking to about these issues with people that they know have differing opinions because like Mm -hmm. in today's kind of climate it feels like if you have a different opinion then you must be a bad person or you know whatever um and i don't think that's the case necessarily um you know some people are bad people but like some people are just raised to have the like specific beliefs and maybe they haven't been exposed to someone who yeah has other beliefs who can like have a conversation with them but um i feel like the best thing you can do is try and understand why the other person has the views that they have yeah you know because maybe they are you know i i and try and like kind of meet in the middle and be like you know, acknowledge them, be like, okay, I can see, you know, based on your, you know, upbringing or your beliefs, why that would, you know, ring true to you. But have you considered, you know, yeah. this or like, like sharing information? Totally. I feel and like, like where people, where you're getting your information, where that person's getting their information and sharing it and trying to like, yeah, I think the best thing you can do is like try to not like attack the person, but more so like meet them in the middle. Like if you can, and this is not to say all of those things will end well, but like feels like that's maybe a good start to approach it, you know? Yeah. I just feel like, yes, like abortion like gets me so emotional. It's so emotionally charged. Yeah. And I just like it, it just, it's, I don't know. I I struggle talking to people who I think are ignorant. I understand. Yeah, I mean, and I think... And not open-minded to, like... I mean, I don't know. But maybe I'm not open-minded to, like, hearing some people's point of views. I need to be more open-minded, I think. I mean, but there are some point of views that I don't know if I need to be open-minded to, quite frankly. Like, specifically the idea of abortion, it's kind of like, so you expect any woman who gets pregnant under any circumstances who are living in, you know, certain states, whatever, to just have a baby, especially while there is a formula shortage, especially while there is inflation, you know, and like we're in a recession, you expect and i mean also with you know the disclaimer that like a father is not expected to do anything you know know. so like this ultimately like just all falling on women it all falls on women and it is unbelievably like frustrating and i'm i'm genuinely like curious as to because i don't think i've quite seen a reasonable argument from the other side to you know if you present them with that you know like what do you suppose a woman does in that situation like how is she going to support herself and a child if she maybe is not even in the position to 
support herself or she doesn't want a child for a number of reasons like what what is the alternative so you, you think that child's better off just like growing up in a you know situation where they're not able to be emotionally and or financially supported yeah like what's the you know and then they're like well you couldn't place it for adoption whatever there's so many kids waiting oh, yeah. to be adopted like, cool <laughs> yeah just like oh yeah just throw the kid to like the humane society and the, you yeah. know it's just kind of like i don't it is wildly confusing and frustrating and like saddening and maybe that's also like what kind of piled on stress last week because it's like what are you supposed to do or feel it feels kind of like we're on this like backsliding mountain that just like keeps going and going and going you're like whoa when does it stop it feels like this is just the beginning of i don't this, think like, it's chain going reaction. to yeah Which i know the sad part no it's so scary it's so like it's an upsetting time to be alive i think and to like care about shit that's going on and also to just be like have like normal human issues i don't know i just also keep thinking about like imagine if you had gotten pregnant i mean i'm like grateful that i have never had to have an abortion for by the grace of god quite frankly mm -hmm. who knows how that happened but uh you know obviously know lots of women who have and like imagine i think about myself when i was like 17 or 18 basically any age up until this current moment if i had had a child to support oh babe uh, can you no like no babe i like absolutely it, yeah. not that kid no would have so much trauma already <laughs> Yeah, babe. Oh. My poor child um. would be my my child would would be my child. I don't even know, babe. I can't even like. Be, I can't really like wrap my head around just where that child would be and where I would be. Because, like, my life is by no means perfect or, like, there are plenty of things I want to change and things I'm, like, working towards in my life. But overall, it is net positive. And I feel like every day I get to work towards, like, goals that I set for myself and, like, get to a place I want to get yeah. to. I would not be able to do that. No. I mean, there's so many reasons why this is bullshit. It is. It's, There's it's a long, long litany of reasons. A hundred percent. I also think about like my little sister who lives in Arizona still, and I'm sure Arizona abortion laws will get fucked. Do you think? Soon. Do you guys have um, a, what's your um, governor's see, name? Uh, is it? Wait, the name? Do you see? Why do I care about the name? <laughs> well, I should know the name. I should too, isn't it? Yeah, Doug Ducey. Um, That's the but, worst name ever. 
Doocy. I know. Doug Doocy. Doug Doocy. Um, yeah, so. he's he's very conservative, and I oh, have. Oh God! A, look at him. I know he's such a little like fucking. Oh turd. no, babe! I fucking hate him. Isn't he bad? Ew! I know. He's such. Oh my God! He's so conservative. He looks you a little like scary white frat guy who might like. Yeah, he's giving you know. frat. He's giving scary frat. Of course he doesn't want. Oh my God. That's, that's so sad. And your sister. But anyway, should we find, but I just think about, you know, someone like my sister who is 19 now. And it's like, sure. She's out of high school, whatever. She's like in college and she's a 19 year old. Looking at her has given me such a good perspective of like how I was when I was like 19 too. Mm -hmm. And Emma, if you're listening to this, not that she is, she doesn't care about me, but I mean, she does, but she's she just cares like, about me. She should care about you. She cares about me, but she's just like, what? Um, she doesn't even watch the TikToks I send her. Emma, oh. pick up your phone. Anyway, um, I think about like how not together you are when you're 19, like just oh, universally. And like if she were to get pregnant and Arizona were to, you know, whatever, fuck this up i <laughs> yeah babe and also when you're 19 you you have no idea like you aren't thinking about your future i'm sure some some people are but you're just like in the moment living life you know you're not like really thinking about how the choices you make can can affect you i mean at least i wasn't and you know, I don't know if like you're not necessarily going to be the most responsible in terms of like protecting yourself from getting pregnant. Uh, you should, but it's like, you know, I just feel like, you know, some teenagers just aren't as on it because you're not thinking about the like, you know, repercu- repercussions of like these things because you're just like, wow. But also birth control fails all the time. Absolutely. Exactly. All the fucking time. I have a birth friend who fails. Everything fails. I have a friend who got pregnant twice with an IUD in. Babe, I had a friend who got pregnant who was told she was barren. <laughs> like they were happened. like, she did a fertility test and they were like, you were barren. And she got pregnant. It happens all the fucking time. Yep. And she was able to get an abortion because she was in Canada and she said it was a lovely mm -hmm. experience and it just made her feel so sad for all the people who will be fucked. Yeah. So what's crazy, I'm looking at just side note, Arizona's attorney general says a pre-1901. So was Arizona even a state then? I don't think so. Abortion ban is enforceable. So... (laughs) Isn't that wild? Like it's so like that's where you like that's you know you love that's your home. And you're like this is the place I grew up and like it just it's fucked. Yeah, the old law says anyone who helps a pregnant woman obtain an abortion can be sentenced to two to five years in prison. So with the exception of if the life of the woman is in jeopardy, but you know I think they're going to do everything they can to make something like that happen and make abortion illegal or is difficult to obtain 
safely in Arizona and in lots of other states, obviously, but fucking disturbing. And it's, it's just so like disturbing. Getting an, like, I've never had an abortion, um, but I have a lot of friends who've, like, you know, had them. Yeah. And it's a very, like, even if you have access to, you know, uh, getting a, obtaining a safe abortion. Um, like it's a very emotionally draining and physically draining and like, can be just like a very, you know, tough situation. And it's like an emotional and I don't know, I feel like obviously a lot of women are going to travel to places where they can get safe abortions but it's like adding that onto it is just it's it can be traumatic you know and will be i'm sure it seems like that's the that's the like missing link or maybe it's not but the way that a lot of these conservatives are talking about abortion is as though women enjoy getting them (laughs) Yeah, And as though it's like something they want to do where it's like, okay, first off, they're not that cheap. Like, it's not something you just go walk in. Okay, I got an abortion. Like, they're, I think they're like $600 or something at Planned Parenthood at least. That's crazy. I didn't even know they cost money because I'm in Yeah, they cost money. They're not free. So it's not like it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just like going to go to Starbucks and then get an abortion. It's like, yeah, they're okay. like abortions. Yeah. yeah. Like it's like like people having abortion parties. But it's like, OK, they're <laughs> not happen. cheap. They're not pleasant. No, like no one wants to do that. No one's just like, eh, I'm just going to be like, you know, whatever, not super safe. And like something happens and, you know, I'm just getting fucking abortion on the weekend. Like, no. They're not fun. They just don't get it, babe. They'll never they get, get it. it. I'm. Uh, we get it, and that's we're the blueprint. We're the we blueprint. Are like, the blueprint. I've always said that about us. Mm-hmm. That we're the blueprint. We're the blueprint. We're the and blueprint. No one else is. I've literally always said that. Yeah, when me I first too. First met you, I was like, we're the blueprint. We just need Doug Ducey to think the same. I know. Maybe should he'll follow put, our path. Should we write into Doug? Yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, listen to this episode. you like, you smell and you look like a thug. I'm like, you need to listen to the episode with my mom and aunt. You'll love it. <laughs> then you'll be hooked. You'll love it. Wait. Okay, so we should end on a lighter note. Now we just go. We really. This is our first dark episode. <laughs> yeah, this is the dark episode. This is the in the gutter episode. Yeah, we should um, call it the dark night. The dark night. But like. It's okay because you can't um, get light without darkness. I'm, of course. And like, it's okay, I think, to feel bad sometimes because there's a lot of like bad things happening, but there's also a lot of good things. So um, maybe to end it, has anything fun and good happened to you this week? What's the, what's the goodest thing? <laughs> what's the best well, thing? Well, for me personally, this is like semi dark for other people, but not for me. I. Well, I met a lot of horses this weekend, which was beautiful. Mm. And then um, we were staying. I went up like to the the country and my friend's dad like has a place there. And he's just like a rock and roller. Like he's just Keith Richards. He's like giving Keith 
Richards. Love um, and he has like this guest house and he has like crazy like shit everywhere, like art, like puppets flying like above the bed. Like it's just it's the epitome of like eclectic. And there was this mask. And I don't know if you know this about me, but I love to scare my friends. Uh, I love that. I love scaring people. Yeah, I'm a prank war champion. Um, and I found this like very like creepy <laughs> mask that had like, it, I don't know what it was, but it was like a scary <laughs> mask. So I found every chance I got, got to scare um my friends and I showed the the big finale of the weekend was I was butt naked my bush was out and I just like walked in it was nighttime and I walked into the room with the mask on (laughs) butt naked and there are photos if you want to see them of course I want to see them yeah babe full bush did they terrify people yeah of course Steph and Ali were screaming (laughs) and I was like what just little old me. <laughs> I'm done. So that's, that's kind of fun. That's so fucking funny. Okay, that's really good. You? Um, honestly, mine's gonna be more like wholesome. I mean, yours is really wholesome too. You know, like it's super I wholesome. Guess. No, it's really wholesome. I mean, honestly, just like <laughs> spending time with my friends. Um. Uh-huh. No, but I just had, like, such a nice weekend of chilling and, like, going to my friend's baby's little birthday party. I was like, this is so cute and wholesome. And, like, being around babies mm-hmm. these days, oof. It's, it's just, like, like – There you go for it. I was, I was just-, just saying, like, <laughs> <laughs> in L.A., I feel like it can be – it can get – very like you can fall into this grind of the like LA lifestyle and like as corny as that sounds like it's nice to like be around some like wholesome energy there and like have friends that feel like family and do kind of like chill like things that take you back to like I don't know like comfortable places and memories like like homey things you know like family feeling and like you can feel LA can feel lonely sometimes so I feel like it's important to like connect with those like people who bring you like real like real joy and like has nothing to do with like the bullshit a hundred percent. And just hanging with the baby is could, the purest joy ever. Like the purest joy ever. Just little babies. And that's why just... I'm pro-life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and this segments into my next. <laughs> I'm kidding. Guys. I'm kidding. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice. But, but I am pro-cute babies that get to yeah. have like good lives and are like, you know, wanted and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, so that was my highlight. Also, I had Wing Wednesday, which I fucking love. I love babes. Don't you fucking tempt me. Are you a wing girl? I'm such a wing girl. Well, I I wasn't, but I am. I don't know. It depends on my mood. It's mm. Tuesday, which means I might get wings. I think I'm going Wing Wednesday. Okay, fine. I can wait till tomorrow, too. No, you can go tonight. Okay, fine. 
Anyway. Okay. Um, should we have Heather and Aunt Shell for some Q&A next week? Yeah, babe. They'll be back in Toronto on Tuesday. And I'll, I might be with them. So it can Sorry. be like an episode straight from straight the mouth of the mouth. Yeah. Straight from the horse's mouth. The horse's mouth. Uh, okay. Well, let's get some. If anyone has any questions that they would like answered by Heather and Aunt Shell. And us. And us, obviously. Um, you can post them on our Instagram. Or email us. Or email us. Or join our Patreon and we'll link it there. Yeah, just everyone join our Patreon. Literally, like we kind of forgot about it. And then I was we need like, you. I was like, wait, this is really good and we do need you. And we'll post like fun behind the scenes stuff. Maybe Kara, we, we'll, we'll bleep it out, but maybe we'll post our mask. <laughs> I mean, maybe I will. For the highest tier, you can get Kara's. <laughs> yeah, highest bidder. Highest better. We'll sell Kara's mask pick as an NFT. My nudes. <laughs> yeah. We'll sell honestly. feet pics on our Patreon if you join the highest tier. Stop. Perfect. Do we need to do that? Yep. Okay. We're going to join. <laughs> highest tier gets feet I picks. just got a pedicure. Oh, mine and are. I'll shave so- my toes. Mine are so bad right now, but maybe that's a vibe. Yeah, babe. It's better that way. Okay. Um, well, I'll see you next week. I love you so much. I miss you so I much. I miss you so much. Okay, I'll okay. see you next week. See you next <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>